Welcome to the episode 1 of the podcast Blockchain Hustle. Welcome to the Blockchain Hustle, where I take a look at some interesting plays of how blockchain technology is opening up new business vistas across multiple industries. Hi everyone, this is your host Meenu Sareen here. Let me start with a quick introduction about myself. I like to tag myself as a tech evangelist who's perpetually in a beta stage. Post a major chunk of my career in semiconductors, which incidentally is quite a world apart from blockchain. I started looking at new technologies like deep learning, robotics, etc., along with the investments and the market landscape research and analysis in these spaces. coupled with connecting the dots to bridge the potential of these powerful technologies and the business use cases especially in the enterprise realm and then a couple of years back i picked up on blockchain and i must say i have been hooked onto that ever since i am presently helping a hybrid blockchain protocol startup to evangelize the technology and work towards developing a vibrant ecosystem for the same I subscribe to the belief that the professionals and the enterprises they value the benefits that a tech brings in and not just in the tech per se. And hence this podcast outline of a blockchain concept and linking it to a real life use case. Today's episode is on asset tokenization. In this episode I will cover asset tokens, what are they and what is the significance in the enterprise space i will start with what is a token the concept and then share some details on the tokenizing of an asset what it is its significance in businesses some economic business models along with a couple of real life use cases as well as cite some examples of entities using asset tokenization for their business I will do a brief share on how do you get started with tokenizing an asset and I would also list some of the existing challenges seen in this space. So let's get started. Firstly, what is a token? One can define a token as a digital representation of a unit of value which is issued by an entity. Now, let me throw in some official bucketization of the tokens here. as per finma which is uh, the swiss financial market supervisory authority there are three categories of tokens payment tokens utility tokens and asset tokens the first one the first one is payment tokens now payment tokens are synonymous with the cryptocurrencies and when you mention the word cryptocurrency the first thing which comes into mind is bitcoin yeah so a uh, example of this payment token is a bitcoin bitcoin can be used to make payments in various outlets and in various channels one particular example is uh, it could be used to top up your microsoft account uh, these funds however can uh, only be used to purchase games movies and apps in the windows and the xbox stores the second one is your utility token Now the utility token are tokens which are intended to provide a digital access to an application or a service. So it is providing an access to a certain utility. 
And one example of a utility token is a coin called DentaCoin. The DentaCoin or a DCN token solution is used in the global dental industry as a means of payment. And it is backed by a number of dentists in quite a few geographies. And they include uh, Canada, China, Germany, Netherlands, UK, and so forth. So perhaps if next time you are going in for your dental procedure and uh, you might be able to pay through your DentaCoin. The third asset, uh, sorry, the third token is your asset token. And asset token are representing real physical assets. These could be participation in some real physical underlying companies or earning streams. Or uh, they could be entitlement to dividends or the interest payments. I could also say that uh, they are analogous to the equities, bonds or derivatives when we are talking in terms of economic function. So that's the thing about tokens, the different kinds of tokens. Now, let me share a little bit more on the asset tokens and let me share this with you through a scenario. Imagine that uh, there is a real estate which is priced at say $100,000 and you would like to invest in it, but you can afford only an investment of say a thousand bucks. So the question comes that would you is there a possibility that for you to own a thousand dollar worth fraction of that estate? Or we could just flip the scenario and say, let's say you have a hundred thousand dollar property and you need some quick cash, say a thousand bucks. Now, instead of selling the whole entire hundred thousand dollar property to get that thousand dollar cash, is it possible for you to just sell off a thousand dollar worth fraction of your property? Now the answer to both of them in most probabilities is a no, at least not without too much of a hassle. And this is where asset tokenization comes in. So with this tokenization, what you can do is taking that property, which is priced at say $100,000, you split it up into multiple units or multiple tokens. Let's say that each token has a value of 10 bucks. So each of this token is representing the 0.01% part of your entire property. And each token is now representing an ownership in that physical asset. So quite literally with your thousand bucks, you get to actually own 1% of that $100,000 property. And when you're buying or selling any multiple of these tokens, you are actually trading the ownership in the underlying physical asset. So asset tokenization actually allows you to convert the rights to assets, assets with economic value into a digital token. And what it helps you in doing this is that earlier this could have been a very illiquid asset and now you have made it liquid. You have turned it into, split it into smaller and more liquid components. Plus, now you're getting additional sources. You've created additional sources of value for that asset. And uh, in summary, I would say that it makes your assets more liquid, fungible and tradable. Now, with this asset tokenization, let's say if you were to implement this over a blockchain, which means that you create, store, transact 
and manage these tokens on a blockchain, then that becomes quite a real game changer. And uh, in fact, when we generically use the word tokenization, it, act, it literally means that I am uh, implementing this asset tokenization over a blockchain. We're typically referring to this capability. Now, the fractional ownership or the divisibility of the assets that the tokenization offers is where we see some true business breakthroughs. And I cite a few of them. One of them is the emergence of new economic models. Another is the emergence of new models for raising capital. And the third one is enhanced process and cost efficiencies. Let me just take a few minutes and elaborate a bit on each. The first one, which is the emergence of new economic models. Now, one of the examples I, out here I would say is the tokenizing of the real estate assets, something similar to the example I mentioned above. Now, from a developer's perspective, the potential for the increased capital access is a very, or in fact, the primary attraction for tokenization. When you fractionalize the ownership, it lowers the minimum investment which is required. And then the fundraising process also takes place in a digital marketplace. And when you speak of a digital marketplace, it gets the potential to increase this access to a global capital. From the retail investor's perspective, it lowers the barrier to ownership, even though we can say it is a partial ownership. So that's the basic stuff, but if I were to link some real life examples out here, I would say that one of them is of a $30 million luxury condo in New York, which happened in October 2018. <clears throat> that condo became the first major asset to be tokenized on a blockchain. This was done on the Ethereum blockchain. And this construction is a 12 unit completed construction and it has got 1700 square feet units in it. And by tokenizing the property on the Ethereum blockchain, uh, the project could receive both the fiat and the digital currencies as investments. So it kind of opened it up. A listing broker of the deal, Ryan Serhent, uh, mentioned in a Forbes article, and I quote here, the market in New York is always strong, but it can take some time to sell the right price, to sell for the right price in a new construction building. With the blockchain tokenization, we can remove the unruly pressure of the traditional bank financing, which is much healthier for the project and for all the stakeholders. Tokenization is paving the way for a new forefront in real estate development." Unquote. Now, apart from the tokenizing of the real estate assets, another example is HomeBlock, uh, which is a US startup that offers a global trading 24 by seven of real estate ownership and of lodging rights. And when I say lodging right, it means uh, the hotel room usage rights. And other than the real estate assets, one can also tokenize commodities. One of them is gold. And uh, in October 2019, uh, sorry, Australia's Perth Mint, which is uh, the world's one of the world's largest refineries, it launched a gold-backed token. And it is claimed to be the first gold token on a public blockchain backed by or guaranteed by government reserves. 
and that kind of a guarantee by the government reserves kind of instills a little bit of confidence in that commodity uh, in this tokenized commodity the second one is on the emergence of new and additional models for raising capital and investment options now as i mentioned earlier the asset tokenization it opens the illiquid assets to the investors it gives you increased access to capital globally and with the lower minimum investments you are basically getting a smaller ticket size so in other words what we are seeing here is a kind of a democratization of capital markets and uh, with the globalization of the capital which comes with the asset tokenization we see that there is a significant increase in the demand and there is an ease down in the market entry and thus that is something which is useful for the diversification and growth of the market plus you can see that it increases your arsenal of the available collateral uh, these are the acceptable collaterals beyond going beyond the traditional assets so this significantly increases the options which could be available to the market participants now tokens can represent not just your existing services or goods but also rights to future goods or services and this can help projects to raise capital for example if a local government needs to construct an expressway and the um, the funds are not sufficient private funds can also be mobilized or incentivized by tokenizing the expressway that is returns can come via future tolls and so forth and this actually this mobilization of this new pool of institutional capital is finding a lot of interest amongst these multilateral banks and the private capital entities uh, to help address the global infrastructure investment gap and uh, along with this this also provides an improved asset liability management which is because the blockchain gets in along with it transparency immutability and so forth and the third one out here is that there is an enormous potential to simplify and accelerate business processes and um, this is basically getting in uh, removing the removal of the transactional friction this is ushering in a lot of process and the cost efficiencies tokenization allows for a easy ownership transfer and this is done in a secure way thanks to the blockchain and uh, while right now the usage is not so much but as the usage would increase we can see a lot of process standardization also kicking in so all this sounds pretty good and conducive to the industry now having talked about uh, the asset tokenization the question comes that how do i go about tokenizing an asset so if i want to draw a top level flow chart of implementing asset tokenization that's going to include first identify the asset second valuation of the asset the third one would be to generate the smart contracts to generate your tokens and the fourth is distribution of these tokens making it accessible to people for transactions to come up one point however i would like you to keep in mind is that uh, these things these asset tokens are akin to securities which means that the compliance to the regulatory requirements for trading securities in the specific geography would be required 
Now the above can be quite a handful for a single individual or entity to implement. And a tokenization platform can facilitate this process. The blockchain infrastructure for such a platform would typically include three things. First and foremost, a blockchain, that is the protocol and a network, one using the smart contracts so that one can tokenize the assets and transact. The second one is now that you have generated the tokens, you need a place to securely store them somewhere. So we need a wallet. And thirdly, we need a platform which supports smart contracts. It'll be a kind of a digital marketplace or an open marketplace where one can trade tokens, trigger the whole mechanism and a kind of an ecosystem can be built around it. And a few players in the space include Synfin, Bankex, Masinus, LA Token, Smartlands, Darico, and there are many more. Now, when I'm speaking about the players, let me just speak a little bit more here. Given the broad canvas, this is the play of not one single entity, but multiple entities coming together to come up with a real solution. For example, in the $30 million Manhattan condo case, the one which I had mentioned earlier, the players included one Amiran Group, which is a New York City real estate development firm. Second, Propeller Securities, a broker-dealer firm which was used for the creation and the management of the digital assets. And the third was Fluidity. Fluidity is a blockchain-focused fintech firm which allowed those tokens to be traded in a decentralized platform. And earlier this year, in February 2019, Fluidity merged with Propeller to create Fluidity Factora, uh, combining blockchain and securities. So you see, it is the coming together or the synergy across multiple entities coming up with a real solution. Now, all this sounds pretty exciting and promising. However, as with any new models or technology, asset tokenization also comes along with a few challenges. I'll just take you through a few of them. The first one is on the legal enforceability. Now, when we talk about owning tokens, it basically is nothing but conferring ownership over the underlying physical asset. And in the absence of a legal enforceability, the validity and the mobility of your token with the underlying physical asset that gets unaligned. How do you ensure that these tokens remain tied or linked to the physical asset? This would require legal enforceability of the property rights system. How to best regulate these tokens, the development of to uh, tax regulations and so forth. Then comes the intersection with the global securities law. What happens in the case of overlapping jurisdictions? When the seller and the buyer come from different geographies? What happens is cross-border transactions. Then is a question of custodians. Who holds the custody and manages the overall tokens with respect to the physical asset? And later on, we would also come across standardization. As more and more of these platforms emerge and along with them, they need to have rich third-party applications to interface with them, a certain amount of standardization will be required by the market. As of now, though, the process has not reached the extent of standardization, which is associated with the public securities. So let me wrap up by summarizing the into the following points. 
Asset tokenization brings in fractional ownership or the assets divisibility to your previously large and the non-liquid assets. Thus, it creates additional sources of value for your asset. It makes your assets more liquid, fungible and tradable. It enables the democratization of investments. It has the potential for new economic and business models. So basically, a lot of market opportunities there. Being early days, like any other new tech or business model, it does come along with a few challenges, which hopefully will get addressed as it evolves. So all in all, interesting fundamentals and a pretty exciting space to watch. So do stay tuned. I hope my content will be valuable to you. Thank you for listening and see you in my next episode.